Let me just tell you a little bit about me so you know why I'm here and why would I do what I do. I live just north of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, my husband and I have eight children and six grandchildren. And in 1995, I was a patient in a mental hospital. So welcome to the afternoon So that's my story. And I hope you won't think I'm too flip about mental illness, but if you do, I would say that's my story, that's how I share it, and that's the story that brings me to you today. So welcome friends to Consider Yourself Hugged, episode 31. Today's hug, the spot on my face, a lesson in decision making. I am Dr. Tammy West here every week to bring you tips on living a life that brings you mental and emotional well-being. Today, I have a story to share with you. And I want to give a quick disclaimer first, and then I'm going to jump into the story with no like emotional connotations, with no processing. I'm just going to tell you the story. Then I'm going to go through the how I processed it and hopefully then share some points that you can use when you are trying to make decisions in your life. So my disclaimer is this. This is something that happened when I met up with someone that I hadn't seen in a while. And the story I'm going to share is about me and the way that I processed it. So I just want you to understand that I never want to share stories about uh, anything that involved another person without making sure that everyone understands that it's not about them. It's about me. So here we go. I ran into someone, as I just told you, um, a little while back and probably had not seen her in at least 15 years, maybe longer. So we see each other, we make that eye contact. It was so sweet. And we kind of rushed to each other and hugged. Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. And then she stepped back and looked at me so sweetly and said, you are so beautiful, but you do not have to live with that. And I was thinking, live with what? I have a spot on my face. And so an age spot for those of you who are in their my age, 40s, 50s, you know, older. So I have this age spot on my face. And so she she looked at that and said, you don't have to live with that. I had some of those on my face. I went to this great facial spa place and they lasered it off. It is completely gone. And so she gave me the information and I left. And a couple days later... I actually dropped in. I thought, well, I'm just going to drop in instead of call. So I dropped in and I got the information and to have it removed. And by it, actually, there's one that's kind of bad. And then there's another one that is not so bad. And then I also have some, you know, some smaller ones to get, I guess, those removed on the low end. The price would be about a thousand dollars, but it could go up to twenty five hundred dollars and that wouldn't include the the products because, you know, they're going to tell you it's not just about what you do here. It's about what you do after you leave here. So you have to take care of your skin. So it doesn't even include that. So I was a little bit surprised about that and the cost. And so I texted her and said, because she said, oh, I can't wait to see your results. And I said, well, you're probably not going to see any results because, and I and I said the price. And she wrote back and said, you invest a lot of money into your business, and the face that makes you that money deserves to have some care. So that's the story. So I left there, and of course I was feeling just a little bit... Now when I say I left there, my processing, I guess, is going to be 
everywhere from the beginning of when I actually did like leave to the point where I went and I found out the cost and all of that stuff. So I just want to walk you through the processing first. And while I'm doing it, I encourage you really to, to think of any kind of a situation where someone has said something to you, um, maybe about, I don't know, the way that you look or, and guys, this applies to you too. I mean, we tend to think that men can say things to each other about anything about their physical appearance and they're not going to care. But I think that they do, maybe on a different level and in a different way, and they handle it a different way, but I still think that they do. So I leave there and I'm thinking, okay, what? Why would you say that to me? Um, and let me let me back up too with this spot. Listen, this this spot, and then there's another one. Really, do, it does bother me. It bothers me more than wrinkles. It bothers me more than gray hair. It just really, really bothers me. When I see it in the mirror, it bothers me. So I have done things over the years to try to get rid of it. I have tried two, one, two, three different beauty lines, you know, the upper level ones that you can order that have the cream that's supposed to make it go away. I've tried that. I have tried different types of like mechanical scrubs and like home done kind of peels. Um, I went to the dermatologist and I got lactic acid because you know, you always wonder, you want to get it seen to make sure it's not anything that could be cancerous or precancerous. I followed those instructions to the T. I got prescription strength. I don't even know what that is, but that it was like 150 stinking dollars. I tried that. So not only have I tried things over the years, that is not the first time that someone has mentioned it. Um, once I was getting my hair colored and as she finished washing my hair, she got a cloth and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got dye on your face. I'm like, that is not dye. And I remember another time a woman was registering me for a conference and I don't remember how skin came up. I think I probably said that she had really pretty skin and I brought it up as we do. I was because she reciprocated. Oh, you have nice skin too. And I said, well, thank you. This, I wish I could get rid of this spot. And listen, I'm not kidding you. She cringed like, well, is it, can you do anything about that? And I was like, really? So this is not the first time that there has been a mention of this spot on my face. So it does bother me. It's been mentioned before. So I'm, I'm processing it that way first. Like, gosh, you know, that made me feel bad. I don't, I I hate this stupid spot. So that's the first thing. But then I kept thinking, okay, first of all, this is a very sweet, lovely, wonderful woman. And I remember the look in her eyes when she was telling me she was really trying to be helpful. And I was thinking, well, this is really a good thing. You know, I've tried all these other things. They haven't worked. The spot bothers me. And here she is telling me, there is something that can work. I'm like, well, why wouldn't she share it with me? That was really nice. So that was the first part of the processing. When I found out the cost and I sent the text and she wrote back, there were a couple of things that went through my mind. First of all, I do invest in my business. Um, and again, remember, this is more about me. This is more. This is about me and not what she said. I, I mean, she was encouraging to me. My husband has encouraged me before when he knows that something is bothering me, um, whether it's physically or whatever. He encourages me to do whatever I need to do to feel better about that. So she was encouraging me in this text by saying, look, you deserve to put this care into you. 
But I was thinking, okay, we'll come back to the deserve part in just a minute. But the the face that that makes me money, and I get that. Like if you're an actress or something like that, you know, those things are important. But sort of in a humorous way, I was thinking, well, no, this face is not making me any money. And if I found out that someone didn't bring me in because of a spot on my face, you would be able to knock me over with a feather. Like I would be completely shocked. So I don't know if you're listening out there and you have brought me in to speak before, or if you if you are thinking of ever bringing me in to speak, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, are you bringing me in because of this face, which no, I have like an average face at best. So that was the first thing. But then the part about I deserve this, and we hear that a lot, right, about things that we deserve. And there are many, many directions we could go with this. You know, for me, it would be sort of a, a Christian perspective and, and different things. But that's where I really thought, okay, let me process this, like in a deeper way. Because I don't want my decision to be based on anything other than me thinking through it. You know, I don't want to make some sort of an emotional decision. So I tried to put my thoughts into some steps, and I came up with six. So that's what we're going to go through. I've already sort of guided you through some of it, um, and I will put these in the show notes as well so that if you want to print this out and use it at some point, you can. So here we go. First thing I did, number one, is definitely ask myself, what are the emotions that I'm experiencing? And if you remember back to my sessions on emotions, basic emotions tend to come first. So I'm probably going to go, even though I didn't know it at the time, I'm probably going to go with anger because it didn't make me feel joyful. It didn't make me feel sad. It didn't scare me. It didn't give me disgust. It didn't make me feel... Um, anyway, if you've listened, you know those are the the basic ones. It didn't do any of that, so I'm going to have to say anger. But then that morphed into a more complex emotion. Maybe it was embarrassment and confusion over what to do. So that's the first thing. You know, when you have something that happens in your life and you are going to have to make a difficult decision, first of all, get in touch with what the emotion is. That takes me to number two. If I'm going to talk about emotions then we have to put some thoughts in there because you might remember, again, the complex emotions come about because of thought. So if I'm having complex emotions, then I have to ask myself, number two, what thoughts am I having? Again, remember, this is processing later because this all happens too quickly, typically to process in the moment. So I came up with just some some thoughts that they weren't like logical, but the thoughts that I was having were probably things like, why would someone say that? Um, am I a monster? I can't believe this spot is coming up again. Those were some initial thoughts that I was having. So that's number two. Number three, remember um, when I said that the text was, you need to invest in this because of your business. So number three, a thought I have to ask as I'm getting ready to make a decision, is this situation negatively affecting my life? Like, if it is, maybe I need to address it. So I had to process that a little bit. And first I had to think, is it affecting my business? And I really don't think so. I really don't. I don't know for sure, but I just can't imagine that it would. Um, Is it affecting me in other ways? 
Well, emotionally, it probably is. You know, I hate to say it, but it is something that bothers me. So is it negatively affecting me? Number three, um, yes, but mainly in my head and my emotions, which takes me to number four. What are my values? Now, this goes back to episode number 20 about living your beliefs. I'm posting a link to that. And if you haven't done that, because there's a, a an activity in there for you to do to kind of get in touch with what your your core values are. So if you haven't done it yet, I would even say to just pause right now, stop and go do that first. So I'll pause for a moment. Okay, now I'm back. I said during that session when I did this activity that the four most important areas of my life are God, my marriage, my kids' college debt, and my career. Now listen, I have done and do things currently in my life to look better. I definitely have. Some are everyday things and some probably are more extreme. But I don't think I really think about these things on a daily basis because they don't cost me up to $2,500. Okay, now, you know what? Let me be completely transparent because I try to be completely transparent. On the more extreme end, I did something years ago that definitely cost more than that. And I might share and talk about that at some point, but not now. Would I do it again today? You know, I don't know. That was a long time ago. I was probably somewhat of a different person. I I don't know. But anyway, I did then. But makeup, spot cover up, facial care, um, getting my hair dyed and fixed, all those things, they, they just cost little bits of money here and again. And it's just what we do as women, you know, guys, I don't know, you do some other things as well. So why do I do them? You know, I mean, I said my four most important values. It doesn't mean that there aren't other things important to me. But the four most important ones, um, God, my marriage, my kids' college debt, and my career, those are the four most important. But this takes me to number five. Is this, whatever your thing is, this this thing that you're deciding on, is there an unknown hidden value in there? So what I mean is this, if I decide to go forward with it, then I have to admit that it is a value. I mean, maybe or maybe not, it's one of those top four. But I have to say that the way that my face looks or my physical appearance is important, which I think to some level it is. But I still want to go back to the $2,500. Because remember, and my marriage, and my business, well, and God, sorry, I'm just getting a little scattered here, but it could be $2,500. Let's even bump it up to 3000 because you have to assume maybe a year's worth of whatever face care stuff or maybe more than that. It's going to be a lot of money. If I decide to do that above, maybe giving to the church or doing something for my marriage or putting it on my kid's debt or investing in some other part of my business, maybe it is up there in the top four. I I feel like there's going to be all sorts of judging out there when people are like, well, that's dumb. You can't just compare those things. Well, I got to have some way to sort out whether I would do this or not. For me, it's a bunch of money. Now, if you make millions of dollars, this may be a drop in the bucket to you. But for me, it would be a big deal. So number five, I just have to question if I move forward in it, is there some higher validity to my appearance than I have thought in the past. And then finally, number six, ultimately, it is my decision and no one else's. It's not society's. It's not 
my friends. It's not the people who booked me to speak. It's not anybody else's decision but mine. And I really wish that I could sit here and tell you, it does not bother me. I don't care if society says I'm supposed to look a certain way. It doesn't bother me. I'm completely confident in who I am and how I look. I wish I could tell you that, but that's not true. I mean, I think most of us care some, and I I want to take care of myself. I want to be clean and well-groomed and look as good as I can. But the fact of the matter is, this would be a big decision to make. Is it important to me? Yes. Does that spot bother me? Yes. But it's not as important to me as those other things that I said were on my list. Your decision, if you were going through this, would be completely different from mine. But I know that if I spent that money in the back of my mind somewhere, I would be thinking, I could have put that on some of the debt that we're trying to get rid of. I could have helped somebody at church with that. I could have helped my children with that. I could have run Facebook ads or Google ads for my book. I mean, there's a million other things I could have done with that. So those things for me would have been more important than spending that money. Listen, I just want to encourage you today. It is tough. It is a tough world that we live in when we are told that we need to look a certain way or be a certain way. What I would love to help you with and get you to the point where when something like that happens to you, when you're having a tough time, and and this really was more about values-based decision-making. That's really what I wanted you to do was if you're having a tough time making a decision to look back to your values and what's important to you and try to make as confident a decision as you can. But as a side note, when it does come to the way that you look, I want you to get to the point where it will bother you less, that you rely on the people in your world who are uplifting you and encouraging you, and that you can hear a comment like I heard and take it for what I think it was. She just was trying to help. She had this same thing that really bothered her, and she was able to take care of it, and she wanted to pass that along to me and help me. And that's ultimately where I got with this story. So I really hope this has helped you today. I hope that I've said something that resonated with you. I hope that you will share this and and try to help other people with it as well. Because unfortunately, that is our time for today. And I hope I haven't been too rambly. Sometimes I get rambly when I'm trying to talk about something I'm passionate about. So please do pass the show link along to a friend or two. If you haven't given a review or subscribed on iTunes, that would just be so fabulous because our show is growing and the more we can have on iTunes, the more they push it, the more it grows, and then the more we can take time to do more wonderful shows and have wonderful guests. Um, Head on over to TammyWest.com to get information if you would like for me to speak at your next event. And also you will find on the blog slash show notes, I just retitled it, You will find the promised links. I think the only one I mentioned here was the one on the living your beliefs. So that link will be in there. The monthly giveaway still coming from leaving a comment on the show notes. So be sure to do that. It is a consider yourself hugged mug. Thank you so much for listening. Our community is growing. And finally, remembering our mental and emotional well-being goal. 
I truly pray that you will renew your thoughts daily, that you will adopt empowering language that prevents verbal harm to yourself and to others, and that you will make positive mental and emotional choices every single day of your life. And until next time, consider yourself hugged.